Well, good Tuesday afternoon. What's left of it, we're almost at evening and uh, just wanted to drop in for a few minutes and share the Word of God with you and some requests. We uh, praying for several people. I uh, wanted to mention uh, the trip that uh, Bethany has taken with Oria on Thursday. Be praying for that up to New Jersey and uh, and uh, Sharita's daughter is sick and uh, pray for Donna Deerston facing a couple procedures soon and the baby Abel uh, and then Pam Seaton with her heart problem please pray for that um, I'm still struggling with my throat and my uh, allergies I made it through Sunday night it seems I'm gonna it's taking a little bit longer but pray for me with that um, pray for uh, the, the bereaved families um, pray for brother RB will let pastor RB let let he's evangelist now with cancer and uh, some other pastors, uh, Darian had sent me some scripture that made me go back and look at the video that I did for uh, my uh, homilies class with Brother Doug, Doc, uh, Brother Doug Fisher, Pastor Doug Fisher out in San Diego. Pray for him. And uh, So let's go, Lord, in prayer. Lord, thank you for the day, and we pray that you'd bless as we look into your word today, challenge our hearts. And then for these many prayer requests we mentioned, Lord, we pray that you would undertake in each situation. Uh, we cannot heal and we cannot answer prayer. Only you can. And so we need you. We need you terribly. And uh, we pray that you would undertake in these situations. Thank you that you do hear and answer prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I'm in uh, 1 Timothy chapter 1, 1 Timothy chapter 1, and verses 1 through 11, specifically verse 2, unto my own son, son, my own son in the faith, grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father and Jesus Christ our Lord. We know that Timothy was led to the Lord by Paul, uh, his mother, and grandmother were a tremendous testimony. It was a team effort. And Paul, the older preacher, is writing to Timothy, the younger preacher. Now I got to tell you something. I uh, I have seen on social media and uh, all over, but the social media, especially a lot of young preachers, they're waxing eloquent about how everybody ought to preach. And uh, you know me, how I'm subtle, and I just uh, have responded <laughs> to these young preachers it's it's amazing uh how quickly uh, uh the young preachers today are to depart from the word of god read a verse and never to return and um also 
they are majoring on certain areas and minoring on others. The Bible says we're supposed to preach the whole counsel of God. But back to Timothy and Paul, that, that came to mind. He, he was a young preacher. And they had a wonderful relationship. And there was no generation gap mentioned here. You know, we, we label our generations. I, I think everything we do, every time we name, I think Satan is using a subtle way of us naming and, and putting people into a category to divide us. And that's not what God wants. Christ should bring believers of all ages and all backgrounds together. And Paul's words to this young preacher uh, teach us a lot about the care of young converts. Not only he was not just a preacher, but he was a young convert. And so we'll we'll take those two that two pronged approach today in the podcast. But first of all, in verses one and two, he greets him. Paul was he was his son in the faith, and we can only imagine how that came about. Uh, through a sermon or through witnessing or through preaching or, or, or converts are one in many ways. People come to Christ in many ways. There's one gospel, but there's always different situations people get. That's why I love to hear people's testimony. Love it. And so he's greeted. And then in verses 3 through 7, there's a thought of guarded that comes to mind. Uh, Timothy is to remain in Ephesus. And the converts must not be captured by false teachers. Now, here's a young preacher, and Paul is teaching him, and he leaves him to guard. And listen, this is a tremendous, tremendous lesson to all us as Christians, that we all must have a part in guarding pure doctrine in our church at Faith Independent. And it's not just for me. Now, you hear from, hear me say that from the pulpit all the time, but I, I don't say it over and over to be repeated I say it over and over to be reproduced in your mind and for you to stand for sound doctrine. And so it's important and uh, guided and guarded, the guarded from false teachers. And this goes hand in hand with the next point. Uh, verses 8 through 11 talks about being guided. It says, it uses the word sound doctrine in those verses, and, 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 and which means healthy or wholesome teaching bad food makes people sick we talk about salmonella and we talk about all these different that's can be it can be bad to your health bad bad spiritual food can be detrimental to your spiritual health we need the wholesome gospel and the wholesome word of god and timothy he tells us timothy he says, you're my son in the faith. I want you to stay here and guard these folks. And I, I want you to give them sound doctrine. And Paul uh, was seeing a young man give him what he taught. What a blessing. What a blessing it is when Christians hear the word of God and stand for the word of God and are able to be sentries, set guards, uh, doctrine security guards, amen, and stand for what's right. We need folks that get saved to grow and to get to that point. Let's pray that God helps us all at Faith Independent Baptist Church to be able to, to guard and, and guide folks. Guard from false prophets and guide folks into sound doctrine. Amen. Well, if you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ as personal Savior, I want to tell you today would be a great day to know Him and to have Him as your personal Savior. Listen, God 
wants you to know three things. Number one, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, Romans 3.23. Romans 5.12, wherefore is by one man sin in the world, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. We're all sinners. Number two, we're all condemned. Revelation 20, verse 14, and death and hell were cast in the lake of fire. This is the second death. Why are you talking about the first and second death, preacher? Well, because Romans 6.23 says the wages of sin is death. You're a sinner, and because you're a sinner, the Bible says you're condemned to die physically and spiritually. There's two deaths. So number three, the Bible says, but God committed his love toward us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Christ died on the cross, he was buried, and he rose again the third day for you. For you. And if you'll believe that, that you're a sinner, that you're condemned, that Christ died on the cross, he was buried, he rose again the third day, you can come to Christ today. You can have a, a, a relationship with God that no man can break, that you can never lose, and have a home in heaven. How? You believe what I've told you, and then uh, Romans 10, 9, and 10, and 13, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Would you write where you are? Would you write where you are, bow your head, and call on the name of the Lord? Let me help you. Uh, now, it's not a prayer you repeat. It's a prayer you pray. But here's a guideline. Dear Lord, I know I'm a sinner, and because of that sin, I'm condemned to hell. But you died for me on the cross. You were buried. You rose again the third day. I believe. Come into my heart and save me. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer, welcome to God's family and let us know so we can help you with the next steps. Amen. Father, thank you for the time you've given us. Bless our evening and help us to be what we need to be for you. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you and have a good evening.